Welcome to the Nicole One Show. I'm your host, Cricket. Today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Rachel Fraser. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you for having me. Amen. Amen. Oh my God. Um, praise dancer, mother, minister, you have so much to offer. I looked at your website, Holy Ghost. It's actually your dance school, it's actually a dance school. You know, it's more than just choreography. It's like teaching the whole nine yards. You have some, they need to check out yetpraisedancecompany.com. When I looked at, I said, I have never seen a website, a dance website, this intense. You have so much to offer. And I just want to ask one question. Yet Praise Dance Company was birthed through your, through the ministry that you are part smoking for Jesus ministry. Tell us a little bit about the mission and vision statement of, of the dance company. Right. Well, I want to just say this really quick um, because I think this is going to be very important for where we head on in the, um, in this, in our time together. Um, I've been at smoking for Jesus ministry now for 21 years. I've been in the same church under the same pastoral leadership for 21 years. And that is the forerunner for everything we're gonna talk about. Um, and uh, Pastor Willie L. Monet Sr. has been my pastor. He's been my father in spiritual covering. I did grow up fatherless. And so um, it was very important to have someone in my life that would help me to be stable in the things of the Lord. And I came to the Lord at the age of 19. So I was very young and I was I was green to spiritual things, didn't grow up going to church or anything like that. So when I came into the ministry of Smoking for Jesus, which has a very unusual name, uh, but it comes from Revelation 3, uh, 316, where it says, I would rather you be hot or cold because because if you are lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. And we just believe in being on fire for the Lord. And I always put that out before I do anything because I am what I am, of course, because of the grace of God, but I am what I am because of good leadership that I have followed as they follow Christ. And so my pastor, had he's a stickler for holiness and sanctification. And so that's the forerunner for why I'm able to do anything because I've had good leadership. And I like to say that before I do anything, because I know right now in this generation, that doesn't exist. And so the whole basis of my company is founded on what I've been taught over the last 21 years from the word of the Lord through uh, my ministry. And so Yet Praise Dance Company's mission is very similar to the mission of my church. Um, Our mission and our goal as a company is to teach ministers of movement to live a holy and a righteous lifestyle. Many ministers of movement will get up and minister and dance, and they don't even live the songs they minister. But my purpose 
in this season is to push the ministers of movement to live the songs they minister by living a holy and sanctified lifestyle. Because sanctified means set apart. And so the the the, the ministers of movement in this generation don't want to be set, set apart. They want to fit in. But God has called us to be set apart and stand out. And so our mission is to pursue holiness at no matter what the cost or expense is. And so many people are missing that because it's not being taught in the churches right now. Amen. That's a, your church is so true of so many ministries out here. And I've seen people sit under ministries. And like you said, they'll tell them, well, okay, you got when you tell them you have a ministry, they don't really want to help you. I grew up in Hamamic, and when I started Poetic Justice for God ministry, I was able to sit at my pastor's feet. I remember doing a speak, my first speaking engagement about worship. He made me read a book. I had to take notes. I had to do an outline. He said, you ain't going nowhere naked. I didn't have no titles. So my thing is, I, I look at these churches, and that's what God is saying. You know, when you, when you have a flock that you're nurturing, Allow them to do ministry, but they mm. miss that part. They can they get confused saying that, thinking that they're competing with them, trying to yes. take over the ministry. And it's not like that. And mm. but they never, no one never taught them any better, if you think about it. So I thank God for your pastor, your church, oh, yes. to pour back into you so you can pour back into the people. It's an exchange, it's an yes. experience of God, it's a movement. So I thank God for that. So when we look at Yet Praise Dance Company, where are some of the attributes that the company offer? Um, well, this is this is the interesting part. When I started dance ministry 20 some odd years ago, there were no resources. There were may, would maybe be a conference here or a conference there, but there wasn't anything Christian. There was, there was, it was very limited. And, and I'm from originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Our church is from there. We came here after Hurricane Katrina and settled in Texas. But in New Orleans, the, the opportunities were very limited. And so we learned a lot of things by trial and error, which is the reason why we offer what we offer for the company. So through this company, we offer a number of online services. And we actually switched our company to an online company a year before the pandemic even happened. So in 2019, I think it was the end of 2018, we took and put all of our services online so that we could service people all over the world. So we do this through a number of different programs. And each of these programs I want to mention was birthed in prayer. And so I believe the first thing that I've been called to do is to be an intercessor. And so a lot of these things came forth during my time of of prayer with God. And so first program that we offer that is the biggest thing in the company is our online school of worship. And the school of worship is a three-month spiritual dance intensive. It is 12 weeks of uh, weekly classes Uh, that teach a a biblical portion on holiness and righteousness and what is God requiring for the minister of movement. Uh, Then it goes into a dance class. So it's like 45, 50 minutes of biblical teaching and then about 30 minutes of dance teaching. So we give you the technical side of dance and we give you choreography. Now, along with that, uh, there's weekly memory scriptures 
There is a weekly time of fasting and prayer. And all of this is required to be in the program. And then at the end of the week, they have a homework assignment to submit, which is them reciting the memory scripture with their eyes closed. They have to record themselves doing the choreography that was taught in the video. Um, and they have a, a dress attire and, and a hair attire. It's a very structured program. And so that's the baby of the company. And we've been able to service people all over the country. We've got people right now in Guyana. We've got people in Africa. We've got people from all over the world in this program that literally God has used me to birth. It, the program does come with a book. So there's a workbook that comes with it. They get the hard copy and the e-version. Um, and that's the, the heart of what we do. And then from there, we have had people to say, you know what, I want to be in that program, but um, I really I'm, I have a busy lifestyle. I can't really submit homework every week. So then we kind of tailor made that program into a smaller program called Pursuing Purpose. And Pursuing Purpose is a monthly membership program where we offer the same thing, but it's condensed into one dance class a month, one Bible teaching a month, uh, one prayer session a month, one time of fasting a month. And then there's a, a, a Q&A session with myself and some other ministers of movement. But we literally have regular online dance classes that anyone can take and stream for 30 days with dance on demand. We have dance ministry leadership training every third Monday of the month. They can take that class and stream it unlimited for 30 days. We've got a number of resources just in our store if you want to take a class with no commitment. We try to offer everything to help the minister of movement to train even in the comfort of their own homes. So we, we have uh, webinars, we have uh, virtual conferences, literally anything that the Lord gives me, we literally pray and then activate it. We offer choreography because most dancers are not choreographers. And so it took me sometimes to even introduce this concept. So we even sell and offer choreography. And at any time, if somebody cannot afford our services, we give it to them. So because it's still ministry at the end of the day. I like about you is that um, you, like you said, you offer so many classes, but the choreography, I loved it when you told them we charge because you know, they copy off of each other. They take yes. your videos that you put on YouTube and I've seen people, I'm like, you know what? I've seen that, you know, mm, yeah, mm -hmm. they copy and still, but I love it how even for leaders, you know, dance leaders, there's nothing for them. You have right. something on there called pursuing purpose to help the uh, minister of lead, dance leader grow yes. a gift. I saw that. I, of course I went shopping. So, you know, you got the, you know, you got the product, you have created your own product. And then the web nears that they can take. I, one of the um, classes I loved gossiping leaders. Let's, let's, let's nip, nip you in the bud. Okay. So I, like I said, and then you got the conferences, your website is beautiful. It gives you everything you need to start a dance ministry, to mentor people, the whole nine yards. So my next, I'm gonna put two questions together. Mm -hmm. uh, give us your testimony of how worshiping through dance became your lifestyle. And then the second part of the question, what is your definition of worshiping through dance? Well, dance has, I didn't, let me say this. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Okay. 
um, and this is going to be key for me to answer your question. I I grew up in a in a home where I didn't know my father because my father was on drugs and he was doing all kind of stuff. So my mother thought it best that he not be in my life. And my mother literally was a workaholic. My mom worked, worked, worked. She was a sole provider, even though she was married. And the man she was married to sexually molested me. Um, and this went on for years. And so um, at one point we lived next door to a dance company. Okay. And so I would literally sit in the window and I would watch these little girls and their tutus and everything. And they would go to class. And I wanted that experience. Again, we didn't grow up in a Christian home. This was a secular company, but I just wanted to dance, never knowing that that was a gift from the Lord. And so um, my mom was basically like, no, I always thought, you know, well, maybe we just couldn't afford it or whatever. But the opportunity was never given to me to attend a dance company or to get any type of formal training. Let me put that out there. So when I got in high school, there were auditions to um, to join the school's dance team. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I didn't know if we were going to have money for it or whatnot, but I was just one of those kids that I'm going to do it. I'll figure the rest out later. And so I auditioned to join the school's dance team. And I auditioned to Whitney Houston, uh, I want to dance with somebody. And I'm sure it was pathetic because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I just got up there, did something. I made the team, but I was so bad that I had the last position all the way in the back of the line, in the lineup for the dancers. And so I danced from my freshman year until my senior year. But still in that time, there was no technical or formal training. It was, you know, it was black school. There was the dance leader had no training. She was just somebody the school appointed and she was like monitoring us while we did what we wanted. So there was no formal training involved. And so by the time that I made 17, I had literally slept around with so many guys. I can't even tell you the number. I, I don't, sometimes if I see people from the past, I don't remember if I've been with them or not because I was so promiscuous because I was this broken girl. Uh, I was being sexually abused. I, I couldn't really talk to my mom because she was working and she seemed to be happy. I didn't want to disrupt her happiness. And so I just kind of dealt with that on my own. And, and I, I just became sexually active way too early. I think I was 13 and so in the midst of all of this, I'm, I'm this broken girl looking for love. And so um, and then things at home started getting rough because I told my stepfather, you know, I know what you're doing me is wrong and you're not going to do this to me anymore. So then the uh, the sexual abuse stopped. But then the manipulation and other things started. So I was just really broken. And I, I didn't even know I was broken. Let me say that. I didn't even know I was broken. I just knew I wasn't like the rest of the kids. I didn't have family support. My parents weren't there supporting me like the other kids. And so by the time I made 17, I graduated high school. And like two or three days later, when my mom went to work, I packed up all my stuff and I moved out. Now I had nowhere to go. I was staying with friends. I had no job, no income. So again, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I needed a job. And I see an ad in the newspaper and it says dancers wanted $1,200 a week and up. And I'm like, I could certainly use $1,200 a week. Let me go apply Green as pond scum. I had no idea I was going to a strip club on Bourbon Street. No idea. No idea. Okay. Even though we lived in the city, my mom never brought us to that part of town. We never, I never really engaged. So this is a whole new world to me. And I was fascinated. Okay. I was just fascinated. And it was the opportunity to dance on a stage 
that fascinated me more than what accompanied that lifestyle because I didn't even know what being a stripper was. But here I am being a stripper. And like with anything that I've ever done in life, I wanted to master the craft. So I found the girl that danced the best in the club and made the most money. And I learned her craft down to the T, every trick, every move down to the T. And so I stayed out in that lifestyle for about a year or so, a little bit over a year. And I was on the stage one night and I, I worked at a little hole in the wall club in the beginning. I'll never forget it. It was Silver Frolics. It was the raunchiest, raggediest club on Bourbon Street. Uh, but that was where I went. And then when I mastered the art, I figured I could make more money if I went to one of the bigger, more elegant clubs where the gentlemen go. And so I, I, I made my way into the, one of the bigger clubs and I, I was on, I was such a person that was engaged and involved with what I did that the people that ran the club actually say, hey, let's let's offer you a full-time position. Who offers a stripper a full-time job position? You know, it was real weird, but they offered me this full-time uh, position to come in every day at a certain time, yada, yada. So I, I was just enthused. I did that. And so one day I get to work. And I had a friend who had been witnessing Jesus Christ to me. She was the person that introduced me to sin and fornication. And she got saved like in our 10th grade year of school. And she stopped hanging with me. And because she was like, you know, you're basically a sinner and I can't be with you because I'm trying to live for God. And I'm like, you crazy. OK, whatever. Bye. And so my, once I got into this strip club, I met her, met her up with her in a grocery store. And she started witnessing Jesus Christ to me and telling me, that you got to be born again and you got to live different. And I'm thinking she done lost her whole mind, but I didn't realize the Holy Spirit was letting her plant seeds into me. And so mm -hmm. I would find myself thinking about what she was saying and, 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 and just kind of I'll brush it off and don't worry about it. So I'm on stage one night and the music is blasting. The club is filled. I'm not drunk or high yet because I would get loaded and I get wasted. That was all a part of the lifestyle but I hadn't gotten drunk or high yet. And I'm on the stage dancing, the music is on and I hear an audible voice. And that voice says, I don't want you here. I have something better for you. And I don't know how I knew it, but I instantly knew it was God. I instantly knew it was God. And I said, Lord, on the stage, if you help me make enough money to pay my bills, I'm not gonna come back here. And literally that night, I made the exact amount of money to pay my bills and catch a taxi home. And the only time I went back was to get all the stuff out of my locker and let them know that I wouldn't be coming back. And that was my last day in the strip club. And from there, I started his my husband, my then boyfriend, now husband, his mother would go to church all the time and try to invite us to church. And I thought she was crazy, too, because I wasn't church. I was just like, I'm not going to be going to church and be no sinner. You know, I knew that didn't go together. <laughs> so. Uh, she started inviting us to church. And so literally my then boyfriend, now husband and I started going to church. We just literally started going to church. I was 19. I think I was 18 at the time. And he was uh, 20 years old. We just started going to church. And so I started working with the kids at that church, just teaching them dances, just to help do something so I could stay active in the things of God. And then uh, that church, uh, we stayed there for a very short period of time because my husband was going to smoking for Jesus and the teaching was so rich. The teaching, I mean, literally we'd get 40 to 60 scriptures every Sunday and we were learning so much. And we went to visit and they had a couple there that presented a, a, a ministry in dance. 
And I grabbed the hold of my husband and I said, babe, this is our church because we were praying to see if this is where God wanted us because we were visiting. And I said, these people dance. This is our church. And he he agreed. I think he was really waiting for me to get it because I think he had known this was where God wanted us. But he's not a pushy man. So he's waiting on me. And so we joined that church and I went into dance ministry there. And literally I was in I've been in dance ministry there. I did 18 years. Um, but I'm saying all that to say dance is the way that I communicate with God. When we're talking about worship, when I'm in what 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 my intercession looks like is I may start interceding and it leads into dance. I may start dancing or it leads into intercession. The two are so closely intertwined. But again, that came from the teaching that I received you know, uh, on how to seek God and prayer and intercession and and dance ministry can't be separate. It has to be combined because for the worshiper to truly worship God, they have to have an intimate fellowship and connection with the Lord through prayer. And this is what we teach through every program that we offer, because if your prayer life is lacking, you're really operating in a spirit of performance. And so for me, worship sometimes It's just the movement. It's the movement that's orchestrated by the Holy Ghost. And I've never had technical training. Everything that we produce comes through the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't say that no man has taught me. Yes, I've been blessed to sit under good leadership, but they weren't trained. So they couldn't give me something they didn't have. So literally the Lord amazes me that when I go into worship, my private time, or if I'm teaching, the Holy Ghost will drop something. I had no idea how to structure any of these programs. It all came through intercession from the Holy Ghost. I had no idea how to design a website. I would sit at the computer and say, Lord, what am I supposed to do? I have no formal training in anything that I do. Everything I have to say, I have to give glory to God. Everything is orchestrated by the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't tell you I studied how to do a website. I went to business school. I have no college education. I have a high school diploma and I have a degree in the Holy Ghost. I know that because I know how from the teaching over these 21 years, sitting under good, strong leadership, I've always been taught how to go to God to get what you need. And that way I can't say this is my ministry. I'm a co-laborer with the Holy Ghost. This is a Holy Spirit's ministry that I get to work in. And, And I'm very consciously aware of that. And I like to present that to people because right now it's all about your ministry, your title, who you are, what you do. I, I don't I, I don't even have a title. I'm just Rachel. And I, I'm a co-laborer with the Holy Ghost because the Holy Spirit is running this show. I mean, you almost got me in tears because of the testimony and how they brought everything together, even dealing with the molestation, because it's been so many people, so many young women. I got a friend and when she told me she was molested, her mother had a mental illness at the time, still do. And she had to deal with that. And did the same thing you did, went to the man and finally told him, you know what, I'm going to tell, you're going to stop. Because of because of the manipulation and everything, the devil always trying to block and distract. Mm. But, you know, but God. But, but God. God. So that, that friend of yours that poured God into you, that was God sending her, just like you said, to, and it started the birth of the ministry that he placed in your belly. All he did is stir it up. Okay, you ain't got yeah. to dance for the devil. You can dance for me. 
Poll One Show would love to say thank you, Rachel Frazier, for being our guest, founder, entrepreneur of Yet Dance Company. Once again, please check out our website at www.yetpraisecompany.com. Once again, www.yetpraisecompany.com. The Nicole One Show have podcasts. Please check us out on Apple, Pandora, iHeart, Spotify, Stitchers. Check out our website at www.themicoleoneshow.com Once again, www.themicoleoneshow.com We always close with the prayer. Father God, right now, just give you the glory and the honor, Father God. We thank you for praise and worship. We thank you for Rachel Frazier that you have placed in her belly. The ministry, not only a dance, Father God, but the ministry where she can worship you through truth and spirit, through emotions. We give you honor, Father God, because you have ordained this mighty woman of God. And because of her obedience, and obedience is better than sacrifice, she has learned to hear from you and to be obedient, to walk the vision out that you have placed in her belly. We thank you. We give you all the glory. And we say, Amen.